The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 16th chapter. Afterward, Jesus appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. The road to mercy is a road paved with patience and discernment. It entails looking beyond what is at face value. People are often quick to make snap judgments. First impressions determine whether we like someone or distrust someone. We draw fast conclusions, and it is very difficult to turn those around. Individually, and in self-reflection, people live with fear and worry. Will we perform well? Can we accomplish our goals? Will people love and respect me? Will people see my weaknesses? These fears and worries often control us. Well, today is St. Mark Day. One of our four evangelists, St. Mark, did not have a good beginning. First impressions did not serve Mark well. His gospel is a caricature of a man who experienced the slow turn of mercy amid fear and weakness. He's an important figure in the New Testament for us because we see how the road to mercy is marked by patience with others and letting love have its way in our lives. When Mark gives the account of the arrest of Jesus, for example, only in his gospel is it described a young man following along, keeping distance, and watching. When the guards try to grab him, they seize his garment, and he runs away naked. This is likely Mark himself, timid, nervous, and uncertain. The situation with Mark gets interesting in the book of Acts. Mark was included in the missionary work with Barnabas and Paul. As they were on the mission field, Mark became discouraged and left the missionaries behind and returned home to his mother. His departure did not sit well with Paul. Later, 
Barnabas wanted to take Mark with him on the next missionary journey. Paul objected. First impressions. This caused an altercation between Paul and Barnabas. It became so contentious that they decided to split up the mission into two teams, leaving Barnabas free to take Mark with him back to Cyprus, while Paul went in the other direction. It is quite possible that this damaged Mark's reputation in the Pauline churches. This would explain why Paul thought it necessary several years later to tell the Colossians in chapter 4 to welcome Mark. Mark, as far as we know, was never the patron saint of any of the churches in the area of Paul's missionary work. Instead, St. Mark would later do mission work in a different geographic location known as Alexandria, Egypt. St. Paul, for his part, was being taught by the Lord through the whole experience, through the weaknesses and the failures of St. Mark. Paul learned that the road to mercy is a road paved with patience in dealing with others. This is made evident from the last lines penned by St. Paul before his own martyrdom. Paul wrote to Timothy, Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. All of this evidence in the New Testament regarding Mark's life teaches us about our fears and our tendencies toward our own judgment of others. If in the church we are no different from the world, then we are of all people most to be pitied. Mark is a great example for us of how the Lord turns difficult situations for his good. When we look at people, whether in the church or outside the church, an approach of mercy and quiet contemplation will allow us to watch and learn how the Lord turns and shapes even the most unsuspecting of people. Situations that seem to be unfortunate or even disastrous will be used by the Lord to bless and bring hope. Mark would end up in Rome because of St. Paul's summons. He would then assist St. Peter in the mission work of the church and would write his gospel. The gospel reading for this morning appears to be a reflection of Mark's life in the church's mission. He pens his own version of the Lord's mandate to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. As St. Mark records those words, he must have been reflective of his own life and how divine mercy kept him on the path as the Lord's mercy endured in his life, even through his own worries. For our part, if we are reflective and careful to let mercy sit at the head of the table in our lives, 
then we will learn so much from weakness and failure, ours, but also those of others. The Lord does his best work with those who are the weakest. And this is encouraging. If your sin, weakness, worry, and doubt are always screaming at you and telling you that you are no good or you're not fit for the task, the mercy that adorns the church's life ought to give you hope. If you fear that people in the church would never love and receive you if they knew what you were really like, Let the balm of Christ's mercy cover you. Who you are and who you will become will be shaped by the love and tender care of Jesus your Savior. St. Mark Day falling in the Easter season is a sign of hope for us. St. Mark's life was shaped by Easter renewal and new life, new hope, new beginnings, all driven by mercy, beginning with the mercy of Barnabas. Such is your life. Those who have been afraid that the divine light of Christ would expose the worst of them find that the light of Christ dispels darkness and paints our lives in the colors of Christ's divine love. Instead of scowls and words of condemnation, You are drawn into the loving embrace of Jesus, who forgives and promises that he will pave your road ahead in hope and love. What should we remember about St. Mark? His gospel is unique for its presentation of people who do the opposite of what they are told to do. Yet our patient Savior leads and shepherds all of them forward, from John and James boldly requesting to sit on the right and left of Jesus in paradise, to the disciples arguing about who is the greatest, and the women at the tomb who run away in fear, disobeying the angel's injunction to go and tell the disciples about Jesus' resurrection, we see in Mark, and his gospel, an image of a spiritual journey filled with missteps and fear, all the while, the Savior Jesus in his patient love shepherds us all on this holy road of hope. In the holy name of Jesus.